0: All right, welcome to the latest episode of 5 on the Floor. We call it 5 on the Floor live here on the 5 Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe to get all of our other content as well. Before I get to who's here tonight, we get to the floor plan after the Miami Heat lose. Game 5 in Boston, 110-97. to It was a lot worse than that. Game 6 is coming up here on Saturday. They still have a 3-2 lead, although even at this point, I don't feel like it's a lead. Uh, But we'll get to that. More as we go forward. Before we do, I do want to tell you about one of our sponsors. I'm sure she'll be here at some point. Insurancebylanette.com. A aggressive insurance. You can find her at insurancebylanette.com. There she is, 954 581 8800. That's 954 581 8800. You're looking for life insurance, car insurance, renter's insurance. She's got all of it there. And again, she's a huge Miami Heat fan. Just a great person. Reach out to her at insurancebylanette.com. If you got a bad driving record, she is definitely the person to go to. Again, 954 581 based in the North Broward area. But again, if you're anywhere in South Florida, you should definitely give her a call. All right, let's get to it. Today's floor plan. Miami Heat didn't come out with a requisite effort, didn't come out with a requisite focus, didn't treat this like a closeout game. They treated it like a, well, let's try to keep it close game, maybe and then let's try to close this thing out on Saturday. They're playing with their food to a degree that my daughter never did uh, when she was a baby, and it may come back to cost them. Look, they are 3-2 in this series. They still have the lead, but all the stuff that we were mocking after game four, I don't think we can mock anymore. Um, you know, one game is not momentum in a series. Two games is particularly when they're both kind of – and the first one was not domination. It was domination from about halfway through the, through the third quarter on. This one was domination. This was almost a backdoor cover by the Heat, which was kind of ridiculous. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo correctly were shut down, in my view, in the fourth quarter. You weren't coming back with them in this game anyway. Um, and, and to me, if you look at that first quarter, okay, you look at the starters, Kyle Lowry, horrific tonight. And that's four straight games he's been bad. So now – you're at the point where he's returning to regular season, Kyle, and that's not a good thing. Uh, Kevin Love, not effective tonight, but it starts here. Your best players have to be great in closeout games on the road, particularly in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler has been more active on IG than he's been on the court lately. And Bam Adebayo, that was horrific. It just, I mean, just really was. I mean, he had one little stretch there where he got some scoring going, but otherwise, it's like the book is out on him now. We've talked about this during the season. I've focused on this a lot. He starts to bring the ball down. The Celtics know they just swipe at it. It's coming out. And some of the turnovers were, were, were that. And then on the other end, and I'll, I'll go to you first on this, Brady, actually, tonight. Because on the other end, defensively, like they weren't closing out at all. Like it's one thing to say, well, Derek White and 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 Marcus Smart got hot. Okay. We knew between those two and Brogdon, and Brogdon's too hurt right now, it seems like to do much. That if you got two of those guys having big three point games, then you're in trouble. But they let them have big three point games. They weren't closing out on the short corner at all. They were they were not rotating. And and honestly, the only guys I would give better than
1: a D tonight,
0: okay, would be Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, and Haywood Highsmith. The rest of the team are Ds and Fs. That's the way I looked
1: at it. 100%. And when you talk about the defense, I said this in the last game as well. It's another game where I felt like the offense was bleeding into the defense. Like, it felt like it was dictating. Even to start the game, it was turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. And all of a sudden, uh, one bad shot and one guy's late to getting down the floor. And then all of a sudden, it's a wide open corner three. And then it happens again. And it felt like that was just happening over and over. You look at the – and I'm not even talking about numbers right now. But you look at the – numbers like up to halftime and every time you looked at it you're like the heater's still shooting 50% from the field that just shows how bad they were in the turnover margin and the offensive rebound margin like they were just giving up second opportunities and what does that scream that screams energy will like all all of those type of mechanics of a basketball game where you like kind of uh I guess sit back and watch when you're up 3-1 it felt like. like and that that's what that part of it is uh but I just thought that that was the biggest thing like you the best players were not your best players. You mentioned Bam and bringing the ball down low. That is 100% accurate. I thought there was some adjustments that Boston made. Specifically, we've seen this over time, even with last year in the East Conference Finals. They're not afraid to make the small switches on him. Why do they do that? Because they they want to put him in an uncomfortable situation, which is in the post. Because he is uncomfortable with his back to the basket. So they try to put his back to the basket as, as often as possible. And right when he puts his back to the basket, they're sending help. And when they send help, Ethan, to your point, he's swinging the ball low. And then they're swiping and then it's going the other direction. So it's just constant turnovers. Uh, but I don't even want to sit here and, and just go at Bam because Bam was very bad and we need to address it. But Jimmy doesn't get a go, get, a, get a pass tonight either. Like you cannot have uh, at this point in the season Jimmy Butler playing that way and not being aggressive and not getting to his spots and not be able to do that stuff. I thought the one adjustment on Jimmy, just as we talk about kind of schematics, uh, the biggest thing to me, he's still got the switches he likes. He's still got the spots that he likes. The one thing that's very clear is they pretty much said, we are not biting on any of your pump fakes. Like they are staying down. Like the, the way he kind of beats you one-on-one is he's going to pivot 94 times eventually before he gets into a fadeaway or an up and under or something. He's just going to move you around as much as possible. They're not moving. They're staying with their feet in the ground. So now it's time for them to adjust and for Jimmy Butler to adjust to kind of figure out the other ways to score. I just thought that their offense was just absolutely uh, – they just were not comfortable. Like they didn't look like they knew what they were doing. And maybe that's because they don't have a bunch of guards, but I'm not even giving them that pass. Like, it, there's just there's other ways. When you have your two best players, you should be able to at least get decent looks, and it did not feel like they got any anywhere close to decent looks. You know who had the best night tonight? I'm sure he didn't enjoy it, but K, Gabe
0: Vincent. <laughs> they desperately missed Gabe Vincent tonight, uh, which is kind of insane considering where we're at. By the way, starters and bench tonight, and some of this was because the heat starters came out late, 53 points for the heat bench, 44 for the starters. They got 44 points from the starters tonight, Alex. And that included Bam had one of the most cosmetic stat lines I've ever seen tonight. I mean, I I just looked at it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He actually had 16, eight, three assists and two steals, but six turnovers, six turnovers. Okay. Here's the turnover account. I'll go to the six for Bam and four for Kyle. That's 10 turnovers. By two guys who played 62 minutes combined. How many turnovers did. Okay. They had one more turnover between the two of them than the Celtics had combined. Ball game. That and the three point shooting, you can't survive that.
2: Yep. And th- there's some parallels between this game and last game, right? Um, despite the setting, kind of the one thing that we saw um, change this game was, you know, Bam took 10 more shots, right? That's the one thing you can hang your hat on, right? You can feel good about is. Um, you know, 15 shots for BAM is better than five. Right. But that's that's about it. Like a lot of the stuff that we were saying um after last game, as far as the the Celtics beating you at your own game with the turnovers, that is unacceptable. Like, I don't know how many times we've hammered that all season. The Heat need to be the ones winning that. Like if if they lose that nine times out of 10, that's the game. And then you mentioned the threes. They The, the Celtics had 11 more made threes in you last game tonight. It was seven. That gap just makes a lot of difference. And, and and I think, you know, things have kind of gone back to the mean here, right? The Celtics have progressed back to the mean. The Heat have kind of regressed back to the mean. The, the Heat shot it pretty damn well those first three games from three, and the Celtics the opposite. During the season, we know what the Heat were from three, and we know what the Celtics were. They shot at a high level and shot at a high volume. Like, they, the Heat conceded a lot of threes. They were bound to shoot it well. The problem is that they got two straight games where they went crazy. I mean, they had 11 threes in the first half, only made five in the second. But by that point, it was kind of over already because they did just enough with the other buckets and their general defense. It's it's a long series. This is supposed to be a series that everybody thought was going to be really tough. You know, there's no um, there's no parallel to the Bucs series where you had Giannis out for two and a half games or whatever it was. It was supposed to be tough. The problem is they went up 3-0 and the expectations skyrocketed. And now, you know, the the media has been pushing that narrative that, you know, the the Celtics could push history. And I think people are getting nervous. And the Heat came out with back-to-back, underwhelming, disappointing games. And now, once again, it comes down to winning one more game at home. They lost three straight at home versus the Celtics Uh last year. Had home court you know this year didn't matter if they didn't have home court now at the end of the day they've got to win one more game at home but regardless i think the celtics are not a team who's going to win four in a row against the heat i think they deserve the benefit of the doubt i don't think jimmy and spo are going to let that happen i just think you know they beat you at your own game and the math also beat you on top of that two straight bad games for jimmy you know for his standards that's got to change all that stuff has got to change the bench you know the bench does not deserve any blame. I think the guys who started mm-hmm. didn't do enough for you tonight.
0: All right. So in that case, uh, there may be a look at a different starting lineup maybe in the next game. We'll see. Uh if Vincent doesn't play. I honestly I, I I wouldn't have started Kyle tonight. I said that yesterday, and I think that was a mistake. I would have started Caleb or Highsmith, and to me that played out. I mean they're they're energy guys that would have given you more. And and I kept watching and, and I think Alex, I don't know if it was you or Brady talked about this yesterday. Lowry just won't take the mid-range shot. He just won't. It's like he gets in the lane, yeah. he's just not going to take it. And Gabe, Gabe. takes
2: more than the threes. That's the problem. Uh, it's I, like, I, I don't mind him taking those every now and then, but he's also not taking the pull-up threes. And they need him to, when Tyler and Gabe are out, those are their pull-up threats. Brady's mentioned this in the past. Like, those guys have been their drop killers. Gabe has stepped up in that role. Yeah. And Kyle was supposed to be that when they signed him. Like, he's just, I think, two pass first sometimes. And I understand that's the role he's trying to play. But when guys like Tyler and Gabe specifically are out who are pull-up threats, they need him to take up some of that slack.
0: No, they do. All right, Greg, let's get to the big picture element of this and then we'll get into some more specifics here after the break. It, it just, some of this is when you lost the last game, right? Like you're still up three, two in this series. And I, I, I can see your, pick, <laughs> but I, I don't like anything they did tonight. I don't no, and, and, no. And, and, Right.
3: No, I, like, let's make no bones about this. I'm not gonna sit up here and defend Bam and Jimmy for looking awful tonight and for them coming out complacent. I think the early mistakes set the tone for them being bad the rest of the game. So whatever, that's that game that was. This, this is where I'm at. You dropped me out here six months ago and say it's three, two. You're in Miami with a chance to close out the series. Are you taking it? What the hell are we doing here? So, like, ultimately, let's do it. Like, I think it's game six. Um, You just – ultimately, you have to understand that this is a good team. They're going to go on runs. They've had two good games. They've made counters. I think it's – now they're going to need to adjust. I think Jimmy being more decisive in what he wants to do could help with them trying to like lay back on the pump fakes and such. So there's stuff that they can get to. And I just would say to heat fans, Brady, who's the smartest person at our network picked heat in seven. I went heat and six. We thought this was going to be, or yeah, Alex went heat and six. We thought this was going to be hard. It's hard. It's okay.
0: I'm with you on all of that, but here's the thing about this team that concerns me. This is like a fragile thing with this team because they, they looked tonight and in the last quarter and a half of the last game, a lot like the team that frustrated the hell of us, hell out of us during the regular season. True. And we can say they don't have hero and they don't have Oladipo and tonight they didn't have Vincent, but it's the way they play sometimes. And we haven't seen them play that way in a while. That game, look, that Bucks game, it's the look, game. Right, right. Well, the Bucks game, the second Bucks game without Giannis, but they just got shot out of the building. Okay, mm-hmm. but but the, but you look at the 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 Knicks series. I mean, even the one they lost, they 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 they. they well, for one, they lost without Jimmy, uh, and one one the other one they lost. They they certainly could have won that game. So I'm with you. Like in the macro, yes, you absolutely take this. But I'm a little concerned about the psyche right now of the group. Because their psyche has to be right to play a certain way. And we've talked about this. Jimmy's a horrible frontrunner. He's a horrible frontrunner. Like, this is a consistent thing. Like, when he gets up 3-0 in a series, he does relax. He doesn't have the LeBron in Miami thing. When, for all the complaints about LeBron, but this is a – when the Heat got up in a series against the team, they killed the team. That's what they did. That was LeBron's mentality, that was Dwayne's mentality. It's not Jimmy's. Jimmy is more comfortable being an underdog, being in a 3-0 spot, I thought was dangerous for that reason. And this teams talked about that. Even when they took big leads in games this year, it was a problem that they would let the other team back into it. They have to take the mentality that they're down in the series. I'm sorry, now they have to take the mentality that is the mentality that the national media has been talking about. They have to adopt that mentality because they didn't show that tonight. And we can talk about everything else but I'm sorry in a closeout game on the road in that building you have to absolutely come out and punch first and they were they were slow on everything and not only slow their minds were slow they were sloppy okay and and I and I, it's really disappointing to Kyle Lowry a guy who we've kind of re- rehabilitated him you know everybody's rehabilitated him through the playoffs for what he's done he's been very good he, he looked like a rookie tonight like that's <laughs> he, right he just he just didn't look like the guy you would expect to see who's who's been a champion who has carried teams at times in the postseason he was awful okay bam was awful jimmy was awful okay that's for, for the standard that you need in this situation those are the three guys who are supposed to carry you it is i, I don't want to bring up the undrafted thing again but it's not supposed to be caleb haywood and duncan it's not, okay? And when Max is off, too, who has been a proven player, performer in a lot of situations, but has had a really kind of up-and-down series at this stage, that's just not enough. All right, we're going to talk more about where they go from here. I do do want to mention a couple more sponsors here of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our friend Arash, if you need a mortgage, reach out to mortgagebyarash.com. That's mortgagebyarash.com. I, I, we just lost Greg, and I think we lost the ad here. So we'll get that one back. Uh, find a at more... <laughs> Mortgage, mortgage, All right, this is what happens with live programming sometimes, um, mortgagebuyerage.com, you know what, we'll get back to it in a second, because I want to make sure we give him the full ad, okay, so let's, is hundred back, there we are, all right, let's get started, find the perfect loan for you, um, reach out to him, he's down here in South Florida, huge Miami Heat fan, there you can see it on the site, okay, they can handle everything for you, credit score 620 or above, you're in good shape there, um, give him a call, 954 651 2057. Get the closing done within 20 days. You know that these days you want to get that done quickly, particularly what's going on in the real estate market based right here uh, in Sunrise. Reach out to him at mortgagebyarash.com. Also, our friend Alan over at Smarty Pants Marketing. You go to SmartyPantsMarketing.com. If you ever said the marketing sucks, you don't have anybody to do it for you, you're not getting your message out, reach out to our guy, Al Levin. You can find him again at SmartyPantsMarketing.com. And we'll get to that, I guess, a little bit later as well again. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited... Flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with help BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat.
4: What's the easiest choice you can make?
0: All right, we've lost Greg for the time being, so let's pivot back here. What? Give me one adjustment, Brady, from Spolstra. It
1: didn't feel like he had a chance to
0: adjust today. They they were so off.
1: Yeah, I thought Boston was more so pressing. Like, I thought they had more adjustments than Miami, and that's why, before I even say that, I think heading into game six, you need your three best players to be your three best players, and that's Jimmy Butler, that's Bam out of bio, and that's Eric Spolstra. Like, I, I really feel that way, that in a scenario where you're up 3-0, and we could sit here and talk about all the adjustments he makes in game. They need an air force for masterclass in game six. Like, they cannot just sleepwalk out there into, into the same old game plan. Uh, I think more so offensively, they need a better game plan because uh, the defense, I think they can mess mix up on the fly. They can mix up matchups. They've been not been afraid to do that. I think the probably the biggest adjustment is I, I think they could switch up the whole entire lineup, even if Gabe's back. Because I know you mentioned before if Gabe's out. I think if Gabe's back, I think Haywood Highsmith starts at the four. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Kayla Martin. I think one of those two. I the reason I said Awood I Smith originally is because I still have that idea that they could just keep in the same intact bench. They put Kevin Love as back five. Uh, but I think at this point in the season, when it's game six, you might just have to start Caleb Martin. You might this is all hands on deck. We're not we're not even talking about nine-man rotations. We might be talking about a seven-man rotation. You need to win right now. Like, this is not pushing things forward and saving guys. If you end up winning anyway, you get time off anyway. So we don't need to save minutes uh and push things that way. So Maybe even start your five best players. Like it might come down to that in game six. So that's kind of a big adjustment. But I think they threw some things at them. Like I said, the the band thing, the Jimmy thing, the way they defended them. I thought they threw some different defensive kind of things in the mix. Eric Spolster needs to throw a haymaker back. He's done that all along. And we always talk about him keeping something back in his back pocket. I don't know what that's going to be. But I would lean in the direction to say that he probably has something he can go to that we haven't seen yet because he's done it before. The question is, can he do it with limited guys available when you're talking about a bunch of guards that they don't have does he still have that asset uh because it's tough because a lot of the stuff that they go to and adjust to is always bam dominant on ball and right now it's tough to say you're going to rely on that with the with trying to tame these turnovers because it's not looking any easier for your offense if he's continually turning the ball over so uh and then the other thing ethan you mentioned about not starting kyle are the turnovers better or worse when you don't have kyle because it's bad with kyle on ball because god was he a mess Mm -hmm. But it's also like if you don't have any guard in there, what's that going to look like? So it's like they have to find something to do uh, to tame that. But I just thought they couldn't get into their offense at all. Like I felt like everything was jammed. I thought they were they know now the spots on the floor that they like to get to. Like it's if Max Drew has it, it's a high pick and roll. If Jimmy has it, it's a mid post entry. If Bam has it, it's mid on the roll at the free throw line. Like I think they know now because it's been so basic that they have to open it up. Like they have to open everything up and change some of the ways I think they get to a certain offense, but uh, it'll be interesting. I, I really think we could sit here and talk about playoff Jimmy, and they need it because they do. But I think Eric Spolstra has to be the best person we talk about after game six. Alex, uh, would you agree? Start Caleb. Uh, you're on mute. Oh, man. I, I,
2: I learned it from the best here. No, but that's, that's on me. But really, I think I, I'm with you. I, I kind of felt that way coming into this game, uh, you know, love it should not be a staple as a starter and of course you give spo the benefit of the doubt but you know we talked about this with with, uh, with izzy this is kind of the type of adjustment that sometimes spo is you know just a little bit late to make because i think he has trust in his guys and especially when things work for a while but like you know not that this is the same level or anything but you know baby for chalmers he waited too late to to do that was it the last game was it game six when he finally started chalmers yeah, it was it was game
0: six, and Rio had more than 20, but by then it was too late because LeBron had checked out.
2: I think Love hasn't been terrible, but I think now, I mean, for the past few games with them only starting one big and mostly playing just one big at this point, um, he should not be a staple as a starter. He hasn't made enough shots on offense, and it's, you know, they have so many perimeter players who can, you know, besides score, like Tatum and Brown, just guys who can make the open 3s and can put the ball on the floor, dribble, get into the paint, make a pass. You know, like they have multiple guys who can do that. You got to make multiple efforts to do that. And so I think Caleb or Highsmith is the guy to put, I can go either way on it. I would probably lean Caleb, like Brady said, just play your best players. Even though Kyle hasn't looked like that since game two, um, I'm probably there, right? Just assuming if Gabe is not back, of course, if Gabe is back, you put him back in the starting lineup, that's fine. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the adjustments are. I think the defense stuff, they, I I always go back to it. Like, they've got to get that figured out. You cannot be the team getting destroyed with the turnovers and not making your mark uh, on that side of the ball. I know I harp on that all the time. It just feels like they, that's their entire defensive game plan is so aggressive. And so, if you're not doing that, all you're getting is the negatives. If you're not forcing the turnovers, all you're getting from that game plan is the negatives, which is all those threes. It's like both parts went wrong. And that's what happens with game plans sometimes. Like the, you're going to have games where the other team takes advantage. And like I said, it's a long series. They talked about it after the game three loss, both Tatum and Joe Mazzulla, that they didn't do a good enough job taking advantage of the way that the heat are defending. They figured out that if you kind of get rid of the ball quick, have somebody close to whoever is getting blistered, or, you know, you, you swing, swing from there, you're going to get an open three. And man, you got four, they got 47 combined points between Derek white and Marcus smart. These are the two guys the Heat are most willing to give up threes. You know, Horford and Grant were pretty good too, but those 47 points between Derek White and Marcus Smart, like that's huge. The other thing I didn't mention that's also a, a parallel theme to last game was the Heat once again shot poorly in the mid-range. And like I said last podcast, that's one thing that has not mm-hmm. fallen off all season and in the playoffs. And two straight games where, you know, they're not only are they not making threes, the Celtics are making some – they're beating you at your own game, and you're not making some of the shots that you usually make. You know, you, you it's a second straight game, I will say, where they got more shots at the rim than the Celtics by a good amount. But at the end of the day, they're not hitting enough jump shots. Like, that's really what it go, comes down to, and the turnovers. Like, you really just got to play sharp, be defense first, and just hope to God
1: they don't have another crazy shooting game. My, My favorite, favorite comment. Was- okay, I was it? I was going to ask you because I think an interesting other topic that we haven't hit on is the Duncan versus Max thing, because on paper I said before the series that I felt like Max had bigger opening in the series just because there's more spot-up stuff and everything, but they've leaned on the handoff stuff, but Duncan's had a much better series than Max. So Uh at what point do you, I wonder what, when those minutes start to flip, especially game six when. (laughs) Well,
0: Duncan's actually making plays off the dribble. Max isn't. So Max hasn't made a play off the dribble that I can remember in the past couple of games. Like this is, I mean, Duncan has added some of those elements to his game and he actually looks better than him. My favorite comment that came in is can they borrow Matthew Kachuk for game six? They might need it. I'll say this. This is not to me about a
2: spolster adjustment at this point. There will be things he needs to do. Okay. We got to get Tatum out of his comfort zone, by the way, too. We didn't bring that up, but two straight, really good games for Tatum. Yeah, no doubt. But here's, here's the single biggest thing. Okay. This team
0: has to remember what it is, okay? And this is why I don't like them as front runners, because they start to think they're better than they are. They really do. And and tonight, like, you cannot – I'm just going to keep repeating this. Like, I, I know this feels like intangibles and all the rest, okay? And we do a lot of strategy here. You cannot come in with that kind of focus and effort in that kind of situation when you know, okay, that you're giving this team life that has more talent than you. Because right now they have more talent than you. They do, okay? Probably do when both teams are completely healthy, but certainly do when you don't have Hero, you don't have Vincent, you don't have Oladipo, and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into your bench, okay? You had to come out tonight thinking we're going to close this thing out tonight. When Heat teams have closed out games on the road, closed out series on the road, they've come out with that mentality. We knew in the first five minutes they didn't have it tonight. We just knew it. Like This was just basically an exercise of futility from that point on whatever's happening between now and Saturday, they have to have the attitude that our season is on the line on Saturday. We make a trip back to Boston. We're not winning that game. You're that you're three, three when you've given up the last three games, do you understand what you're going to be encountering in that building in game seven? I give them no chance to win that game in game seven. No chance. Okay? Which means probably win it. Right. They have to win on Saturday. It is their season. All right. And they have to go in there thinking again, nobody believes in us. Okay were were the underdogs and all that sort of stuff. I think they got, I don't think they were like complacent in the sense that they thought they could just drop the game. I think they just honestly thought that they could just kind of go through the motions. I don't know where they got that idea tonight. I, I don't know. I don't know where they got it. Like it was, it was to me, this was more about the intangible stuff tonight than the strategy stuff. I don't think there's anything Spolscher honestly could have done. Okay. although I wouldn't have started Lowry, but that's that's, you know, in hindsight, he could have come out and had 18 and six and I would it would have looked a little bit different. But I I feel like they they have to come out with a certain amount of humility in this game uh, and, and passion. And here's their attitude. It has to be. We came this effing far. okay, to piss it away. Because here's what happens. They lose this series four to three and they're like the 2004 Yankees. Okay, and all the rest of this, but it's worse. Like, we sat here celebrating what this team has done as an eight seed, and they're going to lose four straight games and be the first in, in NBA history to ever do this. They should be scared shitless tonight, and they should play like that in game six. All right, we do want to thank our sponsors. We'll give you a little bit more detail about And the that. Super Chats. Yes, the Super Chats. Appreciate that, too. Mortgage dot SmartyPantsMarketing.com. And, of course, uh, insurancebylinette.com. And, yes, uh, the Heat needed insurance tonight, so they should reach out to Lynette in the morning. They also need water, a hero? Cleanup. water cleanup Florida. I don't want to talk about that right now. Uh, Corbin, on one more comment. Why is the Heat not creating offense for a post with Jimmy? It was successful last year. It will help create open shots. We'll save that for tomorrow. New podcast tomorrow night, getting you ready for game six. Have a good night, everybody.